department. Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What happened if you say what you want to say? Hello, hello. Thank you for listening today. I believe this is a God appointment that you just happen to tune in right now for a time such as this. My name is Suge Burry, and this is Him for Her Radio Women's Hot Topics. And we have had this topic unfortunately suggested for our show several times. And the topic today is wisdom from young widows. I know so many of you are out there suffering. And you know, those of you that are married, you know, one of you is going to go first. So how are we going to do with this? How are we going to come to Christ in this? How are we going to just rest at God's feet? And I have two fabulous women with me today. I've got Chris Hall and Teresa Vandergalen with me. And unfortunately, they have discovered loss in their lives from their spouses. But the cool thing is, is that they have risen above this in Jesus Christ, and they are here today to give you ladies some wisdom from their experience. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Um, I just want to kick into this for just a minute. I want to tell a little bit about your past for our listeners who might not have listened to part one. This is part two. Um, go back, please, and listen to the Wisdom from Young Widows part one as we prefaced it, a lot of this information that we're going to be covering now. But Teresa Vandergalen uh, lost her husband, the love of her life, Glenn, on their 28th wedding anniversary, unexpectedly. He died uh, from a massive heart attack at only the age of 51, while Teresa was still in her 40s. They were raising four beautiful teenagers. Um, But the cool thing is that Teresa continues to love spending time with her family, travel. She builds intentional margin in her life to serve others. She is a servant of Christ. She works for a property management company that allows her to work closely with Hope Academy and Minnesota Dalton Teen Challenge, two of my favorite. She is passionate about growing in her faith and opportunities that enable her to see God's transforming power. I'm so thankful that you're here. Our second guest is Chris Hall. Chris is a mother of four kids with whom she raised with her high school sweetheart, Don. Don was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer in 2015, and he passed less than a year later. Since Don has passed, God has given Chris a heart for the people of Africa. She now serves on a nonprofit board called Hope for a Thousand Hills. Look it up, donate, help them out there, whose mission is to serve there. She also is passionately pursuing her love for event planning. We're going to talk about that over a cup of coffee and continues to find joy in every day. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Teresa, so much for coming here and really getting real and telling it like it is. Um, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, let me just start out with an open-ended question, and Chris, I'd like to ask you this first. How did you personally deal with such a shocking loss? My journey is a little bit different than Teresa's. Um, my husband was sick for nine months, and during that time, what God had taught me and my family is that we were to live in the day that he had given us and that we were to focus on the good 
And and, and one day that was we found out that Dom could have a feeding tube, and we were rejoicing God because in that day, that was a good thing for us. And um, so we really learned through that whole process to take that on to after losing him. Mm -hmm. And it was the exact same thing. We would live in the day, and we would praise God for all the small things and, um, you know, basically not let ourselves go ahead. Like if I were to say, you know, I'm worried about my two kids going, you know, to school in the fall and being alone, my daughter would say to me, but you don't get to do that, remember? We get to live in today because God is good today, and he has good things for us today. When the fall comes, we'll worry about the fall. But today, we got today. That is great wisdom. Yeah. From a child. Yeah. Well, a, mm. a grown adult. Yeah. Yeah. Way right. to go. That would, that's good wisdom for all of us. Good reminder. Thank mm-hmm. you, Chris. Teresa, what are your thoughts around that? Um, again, as I shared in part one, I mean, I it was a sudden loss. I was in shock. My kids were in shock. We just were numb. So the only thing that we could do was what we knew how to do, Uh, you know, whether it be, you know, load up the dishwasher and sweep the floor. I mean, it's just, uh, it becomes mechanics, if you will. Um, And with that, I'd say some of the things that served um, our family well is some of the practices that were put into place as habits. So for those not in this um, place of loss yet, I'd encourage you to develop you know, good um, habits. And and for me, one of them was, you know, I get up in the morning and I always just prayed. And it could it could just be a light prayer, but I always said, thank you, God, for this day. You know, help me to be who you want me to be, say the things you want me to say, and do the things you want me to do. Um, those kinds of things. Um, having um, a spirit of positivity, you know. So when you go when you go through a hard time, that spirit of positivity is a is a habit or a, a thinking process, as you referred to, Chris. And um, so, and those were instilled in our kids. And our home was a joyful home. And so, um, somehow, you know, God in His way just um, helped us be positive, helped us just um, walk this out step by step, one day at a time. And it was hard. Mm-hmm. One step at a time, one day at a time. Just mm-hmm. going through the mechanics, like you said. Mm-hmm. The survival skills really is what it is. Right. Good wisdom to already have in practice uh, prayer and uh, you know, reaching out to the Lord right away. Chris, you had said a word uh, as you and I were talking before this program. You used the word protected. Can mm-hmm. you just expand on what you meant by that? Yes, I can. Um, during Don's journey, I had a girlfriend Call, um, call me, and she I hadn't talked to her for six years, and she had had a vision, and she it was everybody was in a church, and there was a horrible storm going on, and all the windows were breaking, and glass was flying everywhere, and everybody was scattering and finding protection, and she looked back at us, and my whole family was sitting in the pew unaffected by the storm, and at the time I didn't know what God was trying to tell me, but. It was a sense that he was protecting us, like we weren't affected by it. And as this has all walked out from when Donnie was sick to this journey of walking this life out without him, I have felt God's protection on me. And he gave me three words. He says, I love you. I'm going to restore you. Mm. And and he's going to redeem my story. And um, I stood on those and I felt that. And to this day, I feel protected and loved by God. And it's what I, it, what gives me 
um, daily strength to know that I'm not walking this out alone. Everything that touches my life has to go through my Savior's hand. Mm -hmm. Amen. If you're just listening, this is Him for Her Radio, Women's Hot Topics. The hot topic today, sadly, is wisdom from young widows, but it's going to happen. I mean, you know, all of us, um, God has told us time and time again that He is preparing a place for us. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we live in the land of the dead. They are going to the land of the living. Hallelujah. But if you don't know Jesus Christ— Listeners, ladies, if you don't know Jesus, what are you waiting for? Mm -hmm. I mean, God is just waiting for you to invite him into your life. And all it is is a simple prayer. It's, Father, I am a sinner. Mm -hmm. I ask that you come into my life. I pray by the Holy Spirit that you will lead me and you will guide me for the rest of my days. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead on my behalf. And that's the great news, ladies, is that when you are in Christ, when you pass, you rise up just like Jesus Christ. And you know what Jesus is doing now? He's at the right hand of the Father, and he's interceding on your behalf. And he's talking to God for you and with you. And all he wants you to do is reach out a hand to him right now and say, I need you, Jesus, come into my life. Ladies, can you imagine what struggles it would be to have tried to battle through the survival mode of losing a spouse without your faith? I, 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 I'm speechless yeah. because um, everything about my journey was about my faith. And um, that's where I went where I had no place else to go. Um, Chris alluded to it before, but people will disappoint. I mean, as well-intended as people are, they are going to disappoint. And we need to give grace to people because they don't know what we're going through and they're going to say wrong things. Mm -hmm. And we need to give all the grace we can to them, but they are going to disappoint. And God is the only one in our lives who doesn't disappoint. He's the only one that's always going to be there. He's, He's... all-knowing. He's all-compassionate. He's a perfect God. And um, having Jesus in my life and alongside of me through this and his presence is an unspeakable gift. Mm -hmm. Amen. I can't even imagine. Can't imagine what life would be like without Christ. I do remember the pit of hell I was in before I received Christ. (laughs) But after that, you know, it's, he's with us. I love that train track analogy. Uh, that was mentioned earlier, Teresa, that one side it's sorrow and the other side is joys. And we're going through that in life with Christ. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Chris, How can you imagine what your faith would have been like? No. And it's funny because uh, when I would study the word and it would say any verse about being apart from God, just the thought of being apart from God in this journey actually frightens me. <laughs> I mean, I don't ever want to experience this life without him. I can't imagine not having his wisdom and his guidance and his love and his strength. I, uh, my strength is not my own. I know 110%. I, people will look at me and they say to me, like, Chris, you have walked this out in such a way that is so honorable. And I said, no, this is, this is God. Mm-hmm. This is, I could not do this. I mean, he's given me every daily strength. He just gives me the strength. He gives me wisdom. He gives me love. And, um, if I went two days without reading my my word, this is how desperate I was when Don died. I had to hang on to him for, like every single day. If I went two days without him, I'd find myself having to break down. And it's like you got to get back into that. Mm-hmm. You got to pray. It's been two days. You have you know. So I I I dabbled in the not 
praying for two days and it would it would always backfire on me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just need him. Yeah. And the two things the enemy wants to take away from your life. Mm-hmm. First off is prayer. Yeah. And he doesn't want you reading God's word right. because that's where the power is. Right. I mean, there's power that jumps off of that page. It's alive. It's a living word. And prayer moves the hand of God. Yes. So through all of this, you two beautiful ladies, you're praying for your children. Mm-hmm. You're praying for your future. You're praying for what's going to be next. Right, right. And can I just say one thing too, you know, People would always say to me, like, you know, why did God take Don? You know? And I'm like, why are you acting like it's a bad thing? Yeah. I mean, when my kids are away, I just can't wait for them to come home because I miss mm. them. The Lord loves us. Our, that is our forever home. Why is it a bad thing that God wants his children home? It's, you, you, can, you have a choice. You can look at it as a bad thing, or you can look at it as a blessing, like he's finally home. Yeah. It's a good God. He loves him. And so I don't ever look, if, if I didn't know God, my thought process would be different. Mm. But because I know God, there's nothing sad about this. He is with his father. I feel like we just got to pray right now. Father God, if there's a listener out there who doesn't know you as their Lord and Savior and she is Mm -hmm. suffering, would you reveal yourself to her in a whole new way? If she's too stubborn right now or too hard-hearted or too upset or too mad at you, God, would you break through that barrier in her life as she's suffering in this situation? Oh, Lord God, you are a God of redemption. You're a God of justice. You are my creator and my all in all. And I just pray that every woman would discover that in you and your mercies. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So I just want to ask a question, if I could, about logistics. I know you hate to have to talk about that or even think about it. You're mourning, you're suffering. Um, Was there something in the logistics of the passing? And what I mean by that, is there something that wasn't in place that you wish had been in place before your spouse died um, that you can pass along to our listeners so they can prepare I mean, I think the, some of um, the the obvious things um, that you even alluded to, Shug, earlier, which is, you know, the wills and uh, estate planning, um, insurance, um, knowing uh, if you don't do the bills, you know, who does them and to, to have a notebook and a track record. I'm, I'm an organizer, so those things aren't difficult for me, but for, I, for um, one who's not organized, I just can't imagine um, what that would be like. So, um, you know, currently, if you have a spouse, work with your spouse and get all those things um, documented, passwords, um, you know, where you have um, investments. And um, But for me, having um, a financial planner that I trusted, um, I ended up um, changing our financial planners and going with somebody who I just trusted and actually was a friend. And that was one of the most helpful steps um, that I did. I'm financially minded, but that didn't mean that I needed help with that. And that was just um, key for somebody just to kind of speak into um, steps I needed to take and people I needed to talk to and how I needed to do things. And um, again, um, inviting in help where mm-hmm. um, I needed it. Thank you. Yeah, I would say that was probably one of the most stressful times is all this logistics stuff. I, We had a will. We had, you know, our whole state thing was planned. All that was all good. I took care of the bills. He did more of the insurance and the business end of things. I never questioned anything he had going on with the business or the insurance, and, he, you know, I did whatever. Well, when he had died, I didn't know where the insurance policies were, actually. didn't, he, And he hadn't, like, 
our different um, boats and stuff were insured at different places. You didn't even have it all under one place. And my name wasn't on, like, the house. My name wasn't on um, some of his bank accounts. It took me almost two years to get through all that and and just they wouldn't even talk to me and i would say he's not alive and they're like yeah but we you need to go to court then and you need to get your name on this i mean so make sure you know all the passwords like she said that was huge that your name is on everything even if you know financially you don't need to be get your name on everything because mm-hmm. you want to be able to have a say without jumping through hoops mm-hmm. i couldn't even get his name off of facebook hmm. without jumping through you know through hoops so just just make sure every everything has your name on it for the purpose of just that, that you have authority um, when he passes. Yeah. You know, it's bad enough you're mourning and yeah. then you have to go yeah. through those logistics. And, and you guys had time to plan. Mm-hmm. And these are things that you don't even think about. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I thank you for those words of wisdom. Um, if you're just listening, this is Sugbury Women's Hot Topics. Today, the topic is wisdom from young widows. Um, and we have Chris Hall with us and Teresa Vandergallen, and Chris had lost her husband after he was diagnosed with cancer within a year, and Teresa's husband died on their 28th wedding anniversary unexpectedly from a massive heart attack. And this part two, we're talking about moving on after loss. So I know this is a sensitive subject. Please don't answer if you're not comfortable with it, but how has this impacted your family, and what type of walk have they all been going through? Um, first of all, I, I want to say that when, when you ask my kids about this journey, they'll say that I laid the foundation the day he passed because when he passed in the hospital room, we gathered together and I said, you guys, we have each other. You know, I love you. We're going to be okay. We will find joy again. God is good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that this is all going to be okay. We are going to be okay. And they said that laid the foundation for them, that mom was okay, and, and mom was telling them that we're going to be okay. So that made them feel like we were going to be okay. But with saying that, walking this out, it's been really hard because everybody kind of took a place that Don had in the family. And it was unhealthy. I'm not saying it's healthy. It was really, we're actually in family counseling dealing with this. But my oldest, Katie, she became the parent. I mean, she can't sleep unless she knows all her brothers and sisters are in bed, and they don't. None of them live together, so she yeah. has them on her little, you know, phone, making sure that they're safe. She has just become the parent. She cares about everybody, and you know, and she can't sleep at the cabin until they're all in bed. I mean, she just did that. Cassie is the one who is. She has an amazing faith, but she had started like, Mom, let me cook. Let me plan dinners. Let me do that. That was, you know, her part of dad because dad was our, he was the cook in the family. He loved to cook. And then Donnie, you know, you know, these are my girls. Well, that responsibility of taking care of his girls, you know, and so like everybody started doing this and then I kind of lost a voice. And it's like all of a sudden I wasn't a parent anymore and they were all trying to take care of me and they felt like, They wanted me to be dad to them. You know, he would bring them flowers at work. He would, you know, stop in just to give them a hug and tell me loved them. And he'd call them and ask them about their day. Well, that was him. And so they felt like I didn't care about them because I wasn't being dad to them. Like I wasn't loving on them like dad did. And so we got a little bit messed up. And the kids said, Mom, can we go to counseling? 
You know, we have some things that we need to work through. I'm so glad they were open for that. Yeah, right, exactly. And has it helped? Oh, my gosh, yes. We have all got to voice about, you know, I want my voice back. And you're not supposed to be parent. You're Katie. Mm -hmm. You're the brother and sister. And we just all had to figure out our places and talk. And I can't be dad. And I'm, I'm mom. But I can work on that. I can work on you know, calling you. So it's been, it's been a journey. It's definitely been a journey. It turned us upside down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I think the grief journey in general turns life upside down. Mm -hmm. And as I mentioned before, it's hard, but God is good. And in my family, uh, we were all impacted in different ways and I can't speak in um, to each one of my kids, but I, I know for me, um, it's not a linear process. It's not like, okay, it's hard and now it's getting better and now it's getting better and now it's getting better. It's like it's hard and it's getting better and now it's it's hard again. Like mm-hmm. my second year was much harder than my first year because I be, I came out of the 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 numbness and the support you know waned and you know the second year it was um, so difficult for me and um, my kids were all supportive of me and I was supportive of them, but we all had different journeys with God and anger and blaming. And, you know, I mean, we all went in, in all kinds of different places at different times because you as a parent are not, not only grieving, your kids are grieving, but you're all grieving differently. And it's upside down. It's chaos. It's kind of like a, a plane is landing, but all of a sudden the engines are going on reverse. Mm-hmm. And um, there's no words for me to, to describe the chaos, the hardship. But, you know, like you, Chris, it's like I, I always was, I stood that God is with us. God is near. He's our foundation. He's our rock. He's our stronghold. I mean, there's, there's nothing else you can stand on mm-hmm. when life is in chaos. Yeah. Other than somebody who's unchangeable and somebody who loves you and somebody who's not going to disappoint, and that's God, yeah. and that's Jesus. It is. Ladies, today's the day. Ask Jesus into your life so he can be your rock during the highs and lows of life. Um, you know, you had mentioned this, Teresa, as well. I love your, your thought process where, you know, it's not like you're in a linear line, but, you know, it goes up and it goes down and your challenges and, and life happens, you know. So now you're dealing with life in a whole new perspective for both of you. Mm-hmm. So as you're moving ahead, and um, how many years has it been now, Chris? It'll be three in June. And for you, Teresa? Seven in August. Okay. So in that... Um, how do you go? How do you move on? I know both of you have used the word Plan B. Um, what words of advice, and where are you at in your Plan B, and how are you moving forward? You know, I got to say, my mom gave me some advice after my dad died, and then I had lost Don. She said, "You have to tackle each day when it comes." And she said, "You know, your friends are going to quit asking you to go if you keep saying no." And she said, just get used to being the third person or the seventh person and and still go to all the things. And she said, if you can get up each day and say, today what's hard, going to church by myself is hard. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tackle that one today so that one's behind me. And, you know, and some days mm-hmm. I didn't feel I could do it, but most of the days I would try to tackle whatever was in front of me so I could move forward 
past it. And there's something, obviously, there's post-traumatic stress syndrome, but there's also something called post-traumatic growth. Mm -hmm. And so when they say healing takes time, it's not time. It's what you do with that time that causes your healing. Because mm-hmm. if you do nothing at all, you could you can stay where you're at. But if you take that time and you choose to move forward mm-hmm. and, and conquer those things, whenever you feel the strength to do it, I mean, I'm, there's no time frame, but when you're ready, start conquering those things. And you have just delved into Hope for a Thousand Hills. We're hoping to do a show mm-hmm. on that in the, in the near future. So praise God that he's introduced that into your life. Um, Teresa, we have just a few... Um, minutes left. If you could just share a little bit from your perspective. I would just say, you know, I want to continue to find experiences that um, identify with the sorrows of of others Mm -hmm. and um, just to take the experiences that God has given me and to use them for his glory and and for his kingdom. Mm -hmm. And um, that's, that's what we can just, you know, just hope for with what we can do with what God's put in our heart. Ladies, I am so thankful and so proud of you that you came on. Teresa Vandergalen and Chris Hall, God bless you. And we're all praying for your chapter two. Um, over and out, ladies. This is Sugbury. Love you.